want to do this morning is focus on the cross of Jesus and I want to talk about four things that the cross of Jesus tells us about the love of God. So Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And I want to go a little above as well into Romans chapter 5 verse 5. And because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And then Paul goes on to say, for while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And the whole, Paul is uh, expressing the dynamic that to know, truly know that God loves us is a work of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is poured into our hearts that we might know the love of God. And then Paul is saying that one of the key ways that the Holy Spirit causes us to know that we are loved is that he points us to the historical reality that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That to know God loves us, we need an experience of the Holy Spirit. And to know that God loves for us, we need to look at the cross and see what God reveals of his love through what happened at the cross. And so the first thing I want to look at is this. We know the depth of Christ's love for us by what it cost him. So the greater the sacrifice to do an action, the deeper the love that is shown. So, for example, if I cut my neighbor's grass that's going to maybe be an expression of love, but all it's really going to cost me is some time and some energy, and maybe if it's a hot sunny day, some sweat. Paul is saying Christ sacrificed his whole life. It wasn't just Jesus gave some time, or just that Jesus gave some energy, or that it cost Jesus some convenience, or some money, or his health, or even just a few bruises. Paul says God demonstrates his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He actually sacrificed his whole life. He gave up his whole life for us. And I want us to remember that Whilst Jesus was fully God, he was also fully man, and he was a young man. People say he was about 33 years old. Jesus was just three years into an incredibly successful ministry. He was the oldest son, and... Um, it's, scholars say that at this point, Joseph is probably, he's, 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 he's kind of a uh, natural dad, as it were. Um, 
was was dead and so he as the oldest son would have been responsible really for looking after Mary and his mum he lays that down remember Jesus had friends he, Mary Martha Lazarus was friends he sacrificed his whole life the second thing the Holy Spirit would point us to as a demonstration of the love of God is that we know the depth of Christ's love for us by how little we deserve it. Um, he gave his life for people, for you, for me, for the men and women of history, for the people who were alive at that time, to people who had deeply wronged him people who actually our moral condition was bad it says he laid down he, he he while we were still sinners christ uh died for us so our moral condition was bad that he actually chose to love us while we were at our very very worst that it doesn't say jesus died for us after the sinning had ended it doesn't say that Jesus died for us when we had made some moral improvement and uh, become more mature or it doesn't say Jesus died for us when we realized that we were sinners or when we had changed God demonstrates his love for us that while we were still sinners Christ died for us we were weak we were sickly we couldn't do anything about our condition and while we were at our very worst christ died for us number three we know the depth of christ's love for us by the priceless benefits we receive because of his love now we can we, we often can help one another if we help someone pass an exam that's loving somebody in in one way if we help someone get a job that's loving someone in another way if we do practical things for people that's loving in another way but the depth of christ's love the demonstration of christ's love is seen in the priceless incredibly extravagant benefits we receive because of his love um, we could summarize that in he made us children of god that's incredible so while we were still sinners alienated in a terrible moral condition jesus gave his life for us so that we who were far might be made near that we who were rebellious in a poor condition might be become children of god that our sins might be forgiven, that we might have a new nature, a new identity, that we who were enemies might be made friends, that we might have intimacy with God, that we who didn't know significance might have the greatest significance on earth of being his children and called to co-labor with him, that we might have purpose, that we might have love, that we might have peace, that we might have relationship, that we might have eternal life, and that we might have freedom. And so we see the depth of Christ's love by the benefits he purchased for us. He 
gave himself that we might be set free. Um, people say that um, men and women are frightened and fearful of primarily two things. The first one is the fear of death. And the second one is the fear of abandonment. That Jesus on the cross deals with these two incredible enemies. He gives us life without end, a life that carries on, that though we die, we carry on living, is what Jesus said around the resurrection of Lazarus. But he also sets us free from the fear of abandonment, from the fear of rejection, from the fear of being shamed, from the fear of being exposed and being seen as being unworthy of love and unworthy of belonging. Uh, Jesus died for us while we were still sinners, that we might be set free from the fear of death, that we might be set free from the fear of being abandoned and rejected. And finally, we know the depth of Christ's love for us because he freely chose to love us. When we were in Denmark, we, uh, we bought a house and there were lots and lots of problems with the house lots of things that the insurance company needed to fix and sort out, leaky floors, problems with the rendering, a kitchen that needed to be ripped out. Many, many things the insurance company both paid for and, uh, and did. But they never did it out of love. I, I never once said to Rochelle, wow, doesn't this insurance company love us so well? They're so kind and loving and generous and sacrificial. Actually, no, we had paid a premium and they had a legal and moral obligation to do the work. Now, if a friend who was a builder had done the same work to the kitchen, the bathroom, the floors and the ceilings and the rendering, we would have said that is an expression of love and generosity. Jesus freely gives himself. He said in John 10 and verse 18, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down of my own accord that Jesus willingly and freely gave himself. And so I want to end with this. In verse five, we read earlier on, the love of God is poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Experiencing the demonstration of God's love that is seen in the cross is actually a supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who makes Calvary a great demonstration of God's love for us, God's personal love for us. God demonstrates his love for you, that while you were at your worst, Christ died for you. He paid the cost for you and for me when we didn't deserve it. He loved us so much that he wanted us to benefit from all the wonderful riches of being called children of God. And he did it freely for you. And he did it freely for me. Willingly, 
freely, generously, so that Christ wants us to look at the cross and experience this as a demonstration of his love for us, so that the cross would be the place we look to for when we want to overcome the fear of death. And the cross would be the place we look to when we want our hearts to know the peace that we will never be rejected, that we will never be shamed and that we will never be abandoned. Holy Spirit wants the cross to be a living, breathing revelation in our hearts that you and I are personally, wonderfully, everlastingly loved by God. The love of God is poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit.